And welcome back. You're here with Bree and Amy. On another segment of What's, What's with, with the, the neighbors? neighbors? Whoa. That was really good. That was really good. We should do that every episode. <laughs> no, no, that's corny. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, love it. Um, hello everybody. Also, hello Ashton Kitcher. Thank you for listening. Oh, by the way, he listens now, guys. <laughs> yep. And he follows us. Follows us. He actually responded. Anyway. Bree's on on uh I made a first bold name. Move. Yep, she did. Yeah. And and it it, it pulled through. It Exciting. Did. Yep. So yeah. Uh you're a dork. Sorry, she's to... she's on texting bases with Ashton. I, you know, he's my bud. Him and Mila. <laughs> Sorry, Mila. Um, I'm just finishing up a note here. So, do you want to go ahead and go with your neighborhood? Nope, I'm going with my neighborhood story because okay, you I'm can going finish to... up your note. Okay, Amy finishing up her note. What else is going on in the world today? Um, well, in the world here where we live at, it has. Uh, 20 degrees out. It's nice. Um, and nice you should sunny follow. out. So you should follow us and join our Patreon. Oh, yeah. You guys should follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, our Facebook group. We have a Facebook group you guys should join in on. Um, we do lots of fun stuff in it. And, you know, we try to interact with you guys and hang out. Just uh, look for our handle at WWTN Podcast. Um, also, I haven't done this in a while, but if you guys want to or would please review and rate us on apple itunes and spotify that would be awesome and we would really appreciate it um five stars only don't do no you know one star and you guys suck if you don't have anything nice to say then you know please don't say that because that really hurts our feelings but if you do then you know i guess we just have to eat it it is what it is uh also look at my notes what (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is that old? Is that an old story? Huh? Or is that your current story today? Yeah, <laughs> you wrote all over your story. <laughs> like, oh, I, and, and like wrote in like little tiny corner up here, and like that's my answer. I would just doodle on it, just doodle on it for the episode while I'm talking. Okay. I don't know. Doodling helps me focus sometimes. Is that weird? No, it, it helps me focus too. Um, also, guys, if you want merch, we have merch on our website, w or what's with the neighbors dot com, and on there you can find our merchandise of our episode shirts and our regular logo shirts, and then you can find our promotions and all that stuff. And then we also have our Patreon and our Buy Me Coffee account, all on our website, what's with the neighbors dot com, and on Patreon you can get like bonus episodes and episodes early and all that. Fun shenanigans. Okay. I'm done. Cool. That was um, perfect. Thank you. Do we want to tell the... Two truths and a lie. Okay. Who wants to go first? Wait, are we going to go back and forth, or are you just going to tell me all your three, and then I'll tell you all my three? Let's do it that way. Okay. Sounds less complicated. Okay. So you want me to go first? <sighs> yeah. I don't know why I'm so nervous, because I'm really <laughs> bad at lying. <laughs> so, um, my first... One is uh, I picked up a hitchhiker before. Amy. (laughs) 
And then the other one was I once was high on marijuana and I was rear-ended in my car. And when the police came to interview me, I flat out told them that I was high. <gasps> I didn't Ooh. get in trouble for that, though, because I don't know if they believed me. <laughs> um, and then the other, the third one is I mooned the cops thinking that it was my friend. <laughs> So, Ooh, I guess we'll tell it at the end. Yeah, we can okay. reveal the truth at the end or the lie at the end. Okay. Um, I was in a commercial when I was little, very little. Okay. Um, I love that. That's so cute. Yes. Very. I like how. Time. You, okay, go ahead. I was a very cute kid. You are cute. Pigtails and everything. I have a tramp stamp tattoo on my lower back that says Hakuna Matata. No worries. Oh my God. And I once met a Ninja Turtle. I love all of those. I love how innocent yours are. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to know which one? Are we doing it right now? No, which 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 Ninja Turtle I met? Oh, um, was it Marco Angelo? No. Was it the yellow one? It was Raphael. Raphael. Yeah. Okay. So you did meet. See me like grabbing my hands because I'm so nervous. Like yeah. I'm fidgeting so much because I just don't like lying. Freeze. Not really bad lying. liar, guys. Okay. You good? All right. Yep. We, we, we intentionally lied. We we did this on purpose as a as a game. Calm down. Yeah. Okay. Fine. You good? My heart's like racing. Oh my god. <laughs> um. So I'm gonna tell you a neighborhood story, and we'll reveal the truth at the or the lies at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is from Reddit. My neighbor woke me up banging on the door at 3.30 this morning to ask if I had any milk. I told him no. I closed the door. 3.30? At 3.30 in the morning. I, closed, I told him no, and I closed the door. He then opened my door, pushed me to the side. He said, I know you have milk. I saw you carry it, carry it in from your car this morning. Oh, my God. He went to my fridge drank it straight from the jug and then left should i call the cops absolutely a thousand percent <laughs> there's something wrong with your neighbor <laughs> they have rabies or something <laughs> they're just really thirsty for milk i just really wanted some milk i'm just really low they're on probably calcium just right high. now <laughs> just yeah. like angry high okay. um please tell me a wonderful story please please tell me a wonderful story please brie okay please. so tell me a wonderful story my story this week is on like a, a government organization. Um, I have been reading about it a lot lately. Um, is this like a conspiracy theory? Kind of, but I feel like it might be true. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, or at least some of it. Um, so. Should we like lock the doors? and <laughs> Just like check that no one's listening. I'm like sweating. Other than like thousands of people. <laughs> <laughs> you guys get ready <laughs> i'm gonna tell you a secret that everyone knows okay i mean that's not no that oh, i'm taking that out are you not gonna tell me a secret no i was like oh you were playing on my thing yeah i see okay i was trying to do a bit but it's okay. it didn't work because i messed up on it yep it's good fine okay this kind of is a secret that everybody knows but they don't know so yeah um so it's like a government organization Kind of like right under our noses. Um, B613. It's You it, wouldn't know what that is because you don't watch Scandal. Yeah, I have no idea what that is. 
um, I guess it's kind of like that government thing um, in uh, Prison Break. I don't know. It's not like that, but I about that show. was comparing them. Okay. Uh, so pretty much it's like public knowledge. Like you can look information of this up, TikTok, you know, YouTube, Google, everywhere. It's all over the, Even all over the internet. What? Even Bing? Even Bing. Pops up wow. automatically on my computer Ask sometimes. <laughs> um, but they're like try not to be, they try not to be in the limelight. They're never in the news. Okay. Nothing like that. So what I'm going to tell you about is the SCP Foundation, and it stands for Special Containment Procedures Foundation. Okay. So we as humankind have been around for nearly 250,000 years, facing the unknown fighting to survive. And even being more evolved, we can be naive to what we think our planet might be uh we could be a naive to like we are naive the unknown yeah and like think that we're the only ones around and there's nothing out there that can get us um the scp file is a foundation that is empowered and entrusted by every major national government with the task of containing anomalous objects uh entities and phenomena that pose threats to global security Damn. so um I imagine you've never heard of this before. No, I actually haven't. Um, and as I said, they're not normally in the limelight. And that's so civilians can go on normally without freaking out and being like, oh, my God, this thing's going to kill us all. We're all going to die. If it's not on the front of People magazine, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I am that airheaded. You're not. <laughs> no, but really. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we don't want to know about major extinctions. No, we we don't. would all go in a panic. Right. That's why this place is around. Uh, however, all the information is right there readily available to view online. You just have to know where to look and have to know how to dig. So the okay. SCP maintains an extensive database of all these things that they have captured and studied. Each of these also covers emergency procedures for maintaining and reestablishing safe containment in case of some kind of containment breach. Okay. So if, if something that they have gets out, they have a procedure for it. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. So like if they say like, oh, we have alien, Godzilla. Right. Godzilla got out. They know to just like make it yeah. into a thing. They're like, give him ice. He'll die. I don't know. Or they say, <laughs> it's yeah, weakness. it's a robot for the movie we're making. Not a big deal. Yeah. Calm down, people. Okay, so secure. Their first, this is uh, their objective. Secure. So, okay. Their first SCP. The foundation secures anomalies with the goal of preventing them from falling into the hands of civilian or rival agencies through extensive observation and surveillance and by acting to intercept such anomalies at the earliest opportunity contain. The foundation contains anomalies with the goal of preventing their influence or effects from spreading by either relocating, concealing, or dismantling such anomalies or by suppressing or preventing public dissem dissemination of knowledge uh, thereof. Okay. Protect. And serve. 
The foundation protects humanity from the effects of such anomalies as well as the anomalies themselves until such time that they are either fully understood or new theories of science can be devised based on their properties and behavior. The foundation many may also neutralize or destroy anomalies as an option of last resort if they are determined to be too dangerous to be contained. Whoa. So they are evidently there are evidently hundreds of these anomalies in containment that they already have. Some are so unbelievably sounding, but there are like videos of them online and like well, records. So I don't know if you already said it, but maybe I missed it. What are these anomaly anomalies? Like anything? Um, yeah, they could be like anything to like and something that like threatens the entire like human race okay 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 okay. or like, like aliens yeah. or godzilla yeah. whatever okay ghosts i don't know ghosts i don't know <laughs> there's a lot of really crazy things that you would just it would just blow your mind okay okay so i got a couple of the cases that caught my eye the most okay i'm gonna start with scp 003 aka the biological motherboard i know it sounds crazy but I just thought you were gonna say Six two six. I know. <laughs> um, okay, so just stay with me. Okay, I'm staying. All right. This is a computer formed of organic components as opposed to man-made, as opposed to a man-made circuit board. To get deeper, the SCP-003 is composed of two parts referred to as SCP-003-1 and SCP-003-2. Very I know. matrix-like. It's a lot, yes. Um, like I said, there. Whenever you find what you need to find on all of their stuff, the information is very detailed. Okay. So the zero zero three dash one. Oops, sorry. The zero zero three dash one is the motherboard made from, hey, actual living tissue. As in, like living things, a motherboard. Everything from hair, fingernails, and even a substance found on exoskeletons of some invertebrate animals um, or organisms called chitin. So they made this motherboard computer thing out of... They did not. It has been discovered. This thing is already made. Okay. Yeah. Out Uh, of human skin. Yes. Human tissue. That's... I mean, someone made a mask out of one and a lamp, so why not? Um, That's true. All something once part of something that has been living. Uh, no one knows why this was created or who did it, but according to scientists and researchers, this motherboard predates the normal circuits and chips that were known by uh, known by us by thousands of years. So, like before, like thousands of years before computers were even a thing, this was around. Evidently, oh. I know, I know, I know. Just stick with me. I'm sticking. Crazy. Uh, something else that has been discovered about this is that it's actually alive. Uh, it has displayed proof of this during testing. It's not considered dangerous. Testing? Testing. Testing, Testing, yeah. When did we test it? Um, Well, I mean, they test it. They test all their things to see, like, what they do and, like, what makes them tick and if they serve a threat. Um, It's not considered dangerous unless certain conditions present themselves. Um. And I'll go over that in a second. Okay. So the second component of SCP-003 is 
0.003-2, which is a stone tablet that the other part was actually attached to. So you have the living thing attached to this stone tablet. When discovered, the SCP found that the 003-2, the tablet, mm -hmm. had multiple symbols carved into it. Symbols not found with any known language. Another, I think I've seen this tablet before. Yeah, he, probably. And I, I, I feel like someone, someone said, it, like, the thing was, like, the first known computer yeah. or something like that. And this I was is, like... This is probably one of the bigger, yeah, no, this is probably one of the biggest known, actual known stories from them. Okay. So, um, another odd thing is the symbols have also been seen emitting a pale flickering pattern of light. Ew. It's been found that 003-2 actually has an internal computer operating it, but no one, um, but not the one made by the living organism. Um, it's unknown what its power source is, but from what the FCP, SCP can tell is that it's also slowly been decreasing in power for centuries. Interesting. As far as how it works, um, they can't access the computer itself without damaging the whole thing. So they can't get into it without ruining it all. Okay, so they haven't gotten into it then. SCP-003 has been known to emit measurable levels of heat, light, and radiation. And after much research, it has been concluded that the 003-2 component, the tablet, was uh -huh. created to contain the 003-1, the one with the living things right. on them. During testing, partial bits of data were found referring to some kind of potential catastrophic catastrophe oh catastrophe potential cat catastrophe either in the past or the future so this thing can like see the future i guess maybe possibly um and they believe it was possibly caused by scp-003 what so that's why they had to contain it um so how can scp-003 pose a threat when the temperature around the device drops below 35 degrees Celsius, freaking scientists using Celsius, or 95 degrees Fahrenheit, both components react. The so motherboard... It has to like stay super warm. I know. Both oh components react. The motherboard itself starts to grow rapidly and then begins to fuel itself with any nearby matter in close proximity, like air particles in the atmosphere. It transforms uh, these things into living matter like dead skins and skin cell and hair and stuff like that and it increases until it forms the shape of like a starfish is what they described it as and at this stage it will absorb organic matter living or not so it can start like taking humans if it wants what uh think of the but blob it, uh, okay okay i was just gonna ask how yeah. does it okay like it's like the blob essentially okay uh, during the stage, SCP-003 will attempt to replicate the biology of any living organisms to lure in more. So, like, if it takes you in, it'll try to, like, mimic you and be like, hey, Brie, come over here. And I'll be like, okay, and it's, like, going to eat me. Bleh. So. I don't like this. Um, I don't believe that, and I don't I don't think this is real anymore. I mean, this one does, they, uh, they all sound crazy. So unbelievable. Uh, so that's as far as I'm going to get into detail on that one, because okay. I could be here all day talking about these. Um, and to assure you, the SCP has this carefully contained and it will, they will continue to protect us from it. So 
It is in containment. They're constantly watching over it. 95 degrees, no warmer, no colder. That's terrifying to think that it's like, it's just like a simple thing that could happen where it just, the temperature could just. Then the world ends. Yeah. Um, so this next one I'm going to talk about. So I have a theory about this one. Okay. And I'll tell you it before. I feel like there's some kind of demonic possession over this object. Probably. And it sounds very likely. So SCP-173, a.k.a. the sculpture. Ew. So the sculpture is two meters, a.k.a. six feet tall. Okay. It's a statue. It looks like a big-headed figure with, like, nubby arms and has, like, a spray-painted face. (laughs) Um, And evidently it was found in a museum by the SCP Foundation. And they found it because there were so many, like, mysterious deaths and, like, broken necks. Like, really random broken necks, like, coming from this place. So, the sculpture. Okay. It can move. What they found is that it can move. Okay. As long as someone... It can't... Sorry. Let me correct myself. It cannot move as long as someone is keeping eye contact with it. Meaning, never blinking. How did... How did okay. Okay. Keep going. Okay. So, what happens is when you lose Ultimate eye contact... Staring contact. Yeah, right? This thing is like... <laughs> Whoa. So what happens is when you lose eye contact or blink each time the SCP-173 becomes mobile and goes towards you in a manner that they call a glitch walk. So like like closer and closer, right, like right, strobe right. light walk. And it apparently it's speedy too. It's it's freaking fast. Okay. A I statue. can picture this like crazy right now. Um SCP-173. Yeah, nubby arms. <laughs> Is kept in a locked containment room under surveillance at all times by the SCP. To perform tests or do routine maintenance, they have to call in what they call Class D personnel. And they send them into the containment chamber, chamber, and there has to be at least three of them. Okay. So that two of them can be constantly staring at them, announcing each time they blink, and the other one can be doing their thing. Okay. So... Um, what happens when they're not in the chamber with it? It just sits there. It doesn't do anything until someone's in the room and looking at it. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, if you should so fall victim of the sculpture, you are apparently forever like possessed by it, or like it's prisoner, like mentally, or it'll snap your neck and or strangulate you somehow. Like I don't know, using like force or something right i don't know like i said like that sounds very demonic to me yeah i want to know if anyone's ever died from like the class d people yeah. that come in yeah they have oh my gosh because one like they, they kill did. their people all the time so okay so i got a little bit more into this foundation and apparently the class d people that they use because they use these people to do tests prisoners. on these things all the time yeah they're convicts yeah yeah so they're like child rapists right. and like just terrible people and that makes me feel better yeah yes so they use them to like this is their time that you do time pay the crime this is or i guess they're whatever wait i totally said that wrong you do the crime you pay the time yeah i don't know whatever. it's okay it's all right so yeah that was the sculpture 
Next, I'm going to go over the or SCP-354, a.k.a. the Red Pool. The Red Pool? Yeah, like the... I wouldn't want to go swimming. Swimming of blood. Mm. Pool of blood. Okay. So, this pool blood was found in Canada. And it does resemble blood. However, it does not... They found that it doesn't have, like... They've taken samples of the water, and it doesn't have anything having to do with blood. It just has very similar, like, looks a lot like it, and the texture's a lot like it. So Ew, I hate that. It's not them. blood, though. So, this lake, bank, water, whatever, pond, I don't know, it has no banks. Um, and as you move away from the center, the liquid, like, decreases, presenting more solid ground around it. To me, kind of sounds like it's a trap, like it's, like... It covers it up the further you walk away from it, so you go towards it more. I don't know. Okay. Um, the liquid has the same consistency as blood, but has but there's no trace of blood in it. it. If it has a bottom, it's never been found or discovered. Um, the local area had many legends and stories regarding this body of water. Um, so it wasn't really visited because everybody was creeped out by it. And it was accidentally stumbled upon by survivors at plane wreck nearby. Oh. Um, and whenever the SCP arrived, they first treated the area as um, not much of a threat. They didn't really see it as anything big. Uh-huh. And they just had some class D personnel stay there overnight in like a tent and like, hey, like, watch this area. See if anything happens. It's fine. So they had them camp out there for a night, which was a mistake. Uh, the crew was killed by a creature that emerged from the lake, <gasps> and that creature was deemed SCP-354-1 and is now con- in containment. Just the creature is? Yeah. Well, yeah, they can't really contain a lake. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but they did try to contain the lake. <laughs> <laughs> they built a giant, like... A wall around it, a right. twenty foot wall, just to keep like the public out of it, because right. they realize they're like, oh, okay, this place is a threat, so we should probably watch it. Yeah. So they built like a twenty foot wall around it, and they built like a base there, and constantly watching it and on guard and studying it. Um, and since then, other things have emerged from it, <laughs> and things all the way from SCP three fifty four dash one to sixteen. So 16 things have come out of it so far. Um, well, I'm glad they built a wall around it. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not cool with that. Um, so most of these things are contained that I know of, but I couldn't find, like, any information on a good chunk of them. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what happened. It might be the route. I don't know. Um, the SCP attempted to cover the lake with a concrete cover, but after doing Ow. so... Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> Company can do anything, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I don't... They're just wild. <laughs> so they... um That didn't work. It ended up getting broken by another creature or something that escaped. Oh, my gosh. So they attempted to put a concrete cover on it, but it didn't actually work. Something broke out. Um, They also have attempted to drain the site because they're like, okay, we're just going to make all this liquid go away. By what? I'm taking the plug out? Yeah, like, <laughs> no, they, like, put a tube in it. Like, how yeah, you drain a lake? Why do you think they drain a lake? 
Like, a dam? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, I'm questioning you too much. I don't know. I really don't know because it didn't get all that information. Okay. Okay, so it didn't work. Um, and when the crew did try to do this, after they're putting hoses inside the uh, lake, their perceptions of reality started changing. and Everything out of, around them started, like, changing, like, hallucinating. Oh, no. And it was, like, a giant bad dream, and they were all, like, scarred. Um, upon further research, the SCP found that over the years comparing photos, the lake has grown immensely, and it seems to continue to do so. So they're trying to find ways to stop or slow down the process, but it's probably one of the dangerous things on the most dangerous things on the planet. Oh my gosh. That's all. That's all. Just just no big deal. That that MBD. there at the end. All right. Last thing I'm gonna tell you about. Okay. And like I said, there's hundreds of these guys. So all you had to do was look up the SCP Foundation. SCP uh, 087, a.k.a. The Endless Staircase. This one sounds a little bit... They all sound crazy to me. They this do. One, this one sounds <laughs> paranormal to me as well, though. Okay. So SCP-087 was first brought to the SCP Foundation attention, Foundation's attention when a number of students were going missing on a campus. Um, they don't say which campus, so I don't know. Okay. They believed they could be dealing with something beyond our control. And the biggest clue was that everyone who had gone missing was last seen in a particular administrative building on campus when an elevator, always whenever an elevator was out. Okay. So the stairwell that we're talking about descends 13 steps before reaching in a, a semicircular, I haven't checked that in a while, um, blah, 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 a semicircular platform. Then repeating okay. this for multiple flights. I'm not sure how many flights of stairs. I know one point someone was saying like 50. So. Jeez. And it's going down, too. Okay. Uh, the area is completely pitch black with no lights and no windows in it. And it is also reported that people would hear strange sounds just when near the door leading to the stairwell, such as uh, banging or faint crying. Okay. And when the SCP came to research, they found that the stairwell actually seemed to absorb light. And they also noticed emotional changes going near. Like feeling of dread or sadness. Or that sounds very anxiety. paranormal. -y. Yeah. Um, and so same with the light, like draining electronics and stuff. Oh. Like, so they decided to send in authorized Class D personnel, those lucky son of a guns, <laughs> to scope it out, giving them a long range uh, light and a camera. And of the first, the first of the three journeys, it was observed the 75-watt light wasn't shining as far as it was designed to in the stairwell. So to, like, ensure that it wasn't the light itself malfunctioning, they, like, tested it outside of the stairwell. And they're like, okay, it's working fine out here. Why isn't it working in there? Right. So they figured out that it's actually the stairwell messing it up. The personnel began their way in. And when they reached the second platform down, they began to hear what sounded like a panicking child's cry saying please help come down here and it was about if they had to guess like 20 meters down below them and like it just kept on like they never got close to it it just kept on like staying the same distance away from them oh, okay okay 
Uh, the personnel the personnel carried on for 20 more flights, still hearing the crying, and within a half hour had gone he'd gone down 50 floors, still hearing this. What the heck? The member reported a feeling of unease. Then he'd seen a face, <gasps> just a face, floating and staring at him about a foot away from his own face. Oh the my face gosh. was the size of a normal human's with gray skin, no mouth, nostrils, and pupils. Ew. Or pupils. Um, the foundation deemed this anomaly as SCP-087-1, and the personnel, like, booked it out of there and took, like, 15 minutes to get out of there because there was he was, yeah, like, 50, 50 flights, flights down. down. Holy cow. And I guess whenever he got up there, he just, like, passed out because he was so exhausted and from screaming and running. Oh, my gosh. Um, so the second of the three personnel sent in could not quite say the same. Um or had a similar experience. He did put lights throughout the passage to like try and illuminate it though. Right. And, uh, but I guess it didn't really work that well. He experienced the same as the first victim. And when he confronted the face, he was told not to back off by the people in his ear, mm -hmm. the SCP. Um, but it ended up charging at him <gasps> and it led to him escaping. So he, he did escape as well. Ew. When he finally escaped, he was scarred psychologically for life. Nah, really? <laughs> um, <laughs> never being the same again. Uh, the final and third personnel sent in, hoping they could go in further. Just they wanted this person to confront, confront the face and try to go in as further down as possible as they could. Okay. Um, upon entering, the personnel found that the lights that were put up by the previous person were all gone and disappeared. Oh, and she, of course, heard the same crying coming from flights below and continued to it continued to move away from her just like it did the other two. Right. Uh, when she finally encountered the face, this time it appeared from behind her, <gasps> Ew, no. forcing her to run more yeah. further into <gasps> it. And I mean, that's what they wanted. Yeah. she And she ran so far that her feed got cut out and she was never seen again. <gasps> Um, I know the staircase is still on the campus because like they can't really they can't move it. Yeah, yeah. They don't even know how deep it goes. Um, it's still on the campus at the college um, at the undisclosed location, <laughs> only known by the SCP Foundation. The doorway leading to it has been reinforced with steel and electro release lock mechanism. Um, the doorway has been disguised to resemble a janitorial closet, so, like, no one goes in there. Right. Just super locked. And the staff and students have not reported anything since. Why don't they just close it off? Like, put it... It is, essentially. But I think they just still want to study it. Oh, so that they can still go yeah. in there? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Because, like, if they close it off, then, like, what if years later someone tries to, like, bust it open or something? I don't know. They probably yeah. don't know if that happens, but... That is the last of that I have for now, but they have things on there that are just like will blow your mind. You guys need to look up the SCP Foundation after uh, listening to our episode tonight or today. I don't know, whatever. That scares me. Yeah, I know it terrifies me, and a government organizations just freak me out overall. So I don't like government organizations doing things without us knowing. But at the same time, like we, they give us all the information. So they don't like make it known. I don't know how to 
better explain that. I don't want to to know what's going on in the world. Yeah, I want to know and that's why on. they don't. Is because they don't want anyone to panic that we could like die uh, at any time on an endless staircase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, by the way, there's a sculpture out there that'll have a staring contest with you, and if you lose, you die. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that one stressed me out. That stresses me out. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. You good. have a story. Yeah, are you are you okay? Yeah. I'm good. Okay. I'm great. Oh man. Okay. So I'm gonna tell you um about Chance Lancaster and his family. Okay. So Chance was born in September 1985 in Sierra City, Northern California. He was immediately put into foster care and was left to basically care for himself once he was able to. He just had terrible foster cares. Um, He went from one home to the next until he landed in a home that fell in love with him and ended up actually adopting him shortly after meeting him. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, the Lancaster family had three children, four-year-old Jamie, 12-year-old Peter, and 10-year-old Hope. And then they also had three, the three adopted children, eight-year-old Chance, 15-year-old Sheldon, and 13-year-old Daisy. Oh my gosh. How many kids do they have total? Six. Oh, okay. I guess it's not that bad. Yeah. Sheldon was the first adopted child. And from the beginning, there was like a divide between the adopted kid and kids and the biological kids oh it i can see that it wasn't like intentional but it was like the troubled kids against they the felt, yeah it's probably kids. more so like feeling left out yeah but it even though uh sheldon was you know kind of put into like the troubled kids because all these kids were adopted later they weren't young so um Sheldon was actually the best behaved one out of all the kids. Daisy was very high maintenance and liked the finer things in life. Didn't like to get her hands dirty. Chance was not well behaved at all. He was always getting in trouble. He would skip school, sneak out, play pranks on his siblings. And even at a family friend's wedding, he managed to have the wedding cake table collapse before the cake, uh, before they cut the cake. (laughs) And just to like be funny, he thought he was hilarious, and they're like, "Chance, come, come on, on man. we're gonna give you another chance." I guess I don't know. Uh, Bob, their father, got a job in San Francisco, so he and their mom, Laura, went for a month trip out to go out and kind of get established and um find a house for the eight of them. And while they were gone. They stayed with their aunt. Uh, they The kids stayed behind with their aunt. Why are you smiling? Oh, okay. At first, the kids were having a great time at their aunt's house. She owned a ranch near the Sierra Mountains. So uh, the kids were actually, they kept busy with the animals, okay. you know, caring for the animals and just having fun on something that they're not used to. Yeah. Um, the aunt also showed horses, and the weekend of July 6, 1993, she had to leave for the weekend to go show her horses. Why are you smiling? <laughs> Nothing. Okay. 
Um, a family friend came in to care for the ranch and they watched over the kids. This was super upsetting for Chance because of his history of abandonment. Abandonment? Abandonment. Why does that sound weird? Yeah, it does. Um, he had, he was having constant panic attacks and, uh, like meltdowns while she was away. All of the kids, uh, were like, you know, calm down, calm down. And he's like, no, I'm going to run away. And they're like, no, don't do that. And, um, you know, trying to settle him down. They're like, our parents will be back in a week. Like, it's not a big deal. Just calm down. Well, that night, Chance woke Sheldon up to let him know that he was going to go find his parents. Oh, okay. And Sheldon's like, no, don't do that. That's stupid. Like, you're not going to be able to find them. They're in San Francisco. But he wouldn't, Chance is eight years old. He wouldn't listen to his 15-year-old brother, Sheldon. And so Sheldon's like, well, I guess I'll go with you if you're not going to, like, someone needs to protect yeah. you. You have no idea what you're doing. He knows He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. Well, uh, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Daisy happened to be in the kitchen when they were, like, sneaking out. Daisy happened to be in the kitchen sketching, and she was like, where are you guys going? I want to go, too, because she was part of the pack. Right. Yeah. So... They ended up deep in the Sierra Mountains. It wasn't even an hour into their hike. I guess it wasn't really that deep then. Um, they were um, um, an hour into the hike, and they're like, this is a terrible idea. Like, it's already dark. Like, what are we doing? Chance is like, I want to go home. I want to go back. But they were Aww. lost by that point. They Aww. had no idea where to go. Oh, my gosh. They were just kids I out know. in the woods. I know. So, um... The first night was a bit rough. They were terrified. So, you know, they did what they could. They found shelter and they fell asleep. The next morning, they woke up and stumbled upon a small cabin. Uh, They walked up to it, hoping to find some help. A large man and two younger men answered the door. Uh The man's name was the man's name was Blake Biggs. He was holding a shotgun um, and asked the kids what they wanted. And the kids were like, can you help us get back to the ranch? And they're like. And he's like, no, get off my property and started shooting in the air. Oh, my gosh. I know. Like, kids coming out and, like, in the middle of nowhere, come to your house, and you're going to send them off? I know. So this obviously scared the kids, and they ended up running down the hill towards a river. Daisy ended up tripping over, like, a a bundle of, like, sticks or a log or something, causing her to roll down the steep river, or the steep hill and she ended up <gasps> into going over like a small cliff into the river. <gasps> um, and the, the water was fast moving. It was a very fast river and it was full of rapids. The boys could not keep up oh, with her. No. Uh, she ended up going over a large waterfall and Sheldon and Chance, like that's when, when she went over the waterfall, they couldn't find her. Oh my gosh. So Daisy actually was found by a man who was out bird watching he took her back to her cabin. This is a separate human. This is not Bill Blake Bates. Right. Um, he ended up taking her back to her cabin. The man warmed her up and treated her small wounds. So she was okay? Yeah. Okay. Uh, she ended up, he, or he treated her small wounds and, you know, um, that she had gotten from falling over the cliff and into the river and the waterfall. Um, Sheldon and Chance were struggling to find food. The berries were not very ripe, and fishing was hard since since they had no experience. Yeah. 
Um, Fish and bowls. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Sheldon and Chance were trying to fish for something to eat when the man that they met at that cabin, Blake Biggs, showed up. Uh, Blake was threatening the boys because it turns out Blake had a marijuana farm. And he thought the kids were going after his, his inventory. Oh, man. And so he's, like, threatening them. And Sheldon and Trance, Chance tried to explain, like, listen, like, this is not why we're here. They legit just came to you. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Like, this is not what we, that's not why we went to your house. Yeah. Like, we're trying to get back home. But Blake didn't believe them. So he ordered his, the two men that he had with him, tied the boys up. But the boys, like, were quick thinking quick. And so they split up. Uh, Blake went towards the trees, like towards the the woods, and Chance ended up going towards the cliff that was near, um, nearby. Like it was kind of down a little hill, and then there was like this big cliff. But the men ended up chasing Sheldon instead of Chance. I'm I'm not sure why they chose okay. that, but they they probably because he was the older one. Yeah. But they chased Chance or chased Sheldon. Um, into the trees, and about 15 minutes later, uh, Sheldon, Chance saw Sheldon running, and Sheldon's like, jump, 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 and Sheldon's like, or Chance was like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, no, that's stupid. I'm not jumping into into the, like, this river. Suddenly, the boys heard gunshots, so they hid behind a big boulder. Blake and his two men were on this four-wheeler racing towards the two boys. Chance doesn't remember what happened next, but according to Sheldon, Chance was shot three times <gasps> by no. a bow and arrow, not by a gun. Oh my gosh. Um, leaving an arrow in his cheek, one in his shoulder, and one in his chest. Oh no! Blake, who was riding the four wheeler, slammed on his brakes when he saw that the boys went behind the boulder, mm-hmm. and that's when the three men it uh, caused it to flip. The ATV rolled, and the three men ended up going over the cliff. Oh, okay. Well, so, you know, <laughs> took care of the you're problem. Right. Yeah. So Daisy was healing great at the the cabin and asked if she could go back to her family or help go back to the ranch, something. And the man was like, "No, you're 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 going to live with me now." What? Yeah. And <laughs> Daisy's like. No, I don't like this. Yeah, no, that's um, that's not how that works. I don't have <laughs> Stockholm. <laughs> so it was a unfortunately like she she thought of ways to like escape, but it was a one cabin room or oh. one room cabin. Okay. So like it was just like the yeah, bed. everything was out and Every, open. Yeah, it was a little loft, loft except yeah. for the outhouse. Right. So it was nearly impossible. And like when she would go to the bathroom, he would go and like watch her. Ew. Like go into the outhouse and wait for her so uh she's like kind of stuck there and was just trying to please him so she would eat the food and stuff like that but um he didn't do anything malicious to her but just made her live with on a company yeah i guess um poor guy (laughs) but also let her go (laughs) he uh one night she actually like was like trying to like entertain him by like yeah like let's play a game or you know whatever and she she was like have another beer have another beer have another beer so she got she was convincing him to have too many beers she took a kitchen knife 
and cut the string from the bell that was over the front door so it wouldn't go off. So she like held the bell. Okay. Yeah. And then cut the string and then brought the bell down without making any noise. Um, Daisy took a flashlight and escaped. The man heard her escape though. So the bell didn't work too well, but probably, I don't know. But he, so he woke up and started running after her, but he was drunk. And so either he tripped and fell or something like that, or he ended up giving up. Okay. Cause he, like she kept running and he wasn't right. By the time she turned around, he wasn't. He got away. Yeah. Um, she got away, but she was lost. Right. So again, she, <laughs> so she now heard, you're alone lost. <laughs> so she like heard the river nearby. And so she just followed the sound until she found the river and she started walking down the river, like following it. Right. Um, as you should. Yeah. If you're lost in the woods. Um, the, she actually ended up running into the two boys. Um, and so the kids, they, they nestled in for the night because it was already late and it was dark. Um, they found an embankment by the river, and so they nestled in for the night and children made a fire. While the three were sleeping, they were woken up by a small child crying. And after searching for about an hour, they found a little girl. Her name was Mary. She was about four years old. Aww. And Mary was under... A bridge. Why are all these kids in the woods? <laughs> I don't know. Oh my gosh. Um, Mary was under a bridge over the river. Uh, so they brought her back to their, their fire and we're like, all right, you're coming with us, I guess. Um, after two days, the four kids were found by a search party that was for Mary, not for the kids, because the kids, no one knew that they were missing except right. for the... Uh, man but nothing was ever said of or about the, the aunt the, uh the aunt was gone oh yeah yeah, yeah that's so, right okay i mean they might they obviously know that they're missing but they don't know where they went um so the search party was for mary but they found all four of the kids um chance ended up getting an infection in his mouth from the lack of care that he got from being shot with, bow and arrow. with the bow and arrow but he eventually healed ben biggs died from his ATV accident. The two men were arrested. After a jury trial, the jury came back after 40 minutes of deliberation and sentenced both men to 15 years for attempted murder without the chance of parole. Okay. After searching for over a year, the man in the cabin that held Daisy uh-huh. was never found. Ooh. It was speculated that he died, but nothing really came of it. Okay. And that's the story of Chance and his two adopted siblings, uh, the Lancasters. That was a great story. Thank you. Well, I had to tell my neighborhood story. Oh, tell your neighborhood story. First off, as people ask lots of questions of sure, random sure, things, sure. which I have to, I have a follow up question with this. Okay. Um, it's titled Helicopter. Does anyone know why a helicopter is flying back and forth this evening? It's flying very low. Something going on? And then the person replied, Helicopter maiden season. The males fly low to show their tail rudder. Thing of beauty. Lucky to catch them in the wild. <laughs> what a smart ass. Um, did you hear all those helicopters last night? Yeah, that was so weird. There's a there's a thing going on on um, out in Ilson on Fort Wayne, right? Uh, okay, like dropping people of helicopters. 
Becca was telling me that they were getting a bunch of people in the hospital from it. Yeah. Like, like, like uh, parachuting. They're not doing a very good job at it, obviously. Is that paratroopers? No, that's Air Force. Paratroopers are Air Force. Sorry. Um, Do you have anything else you want to share? Yes. Uh, Wait. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. So are you going to reveal your your lie? Oh, yes. I will reveal my lie. Do you want to guess which one it was? Okay. Do I can go over them again. Okay. Go over them again. Okay. Uh, I have a tram stamp tattoo on my back that says Hakuna Matata. I vaguely uh, remember that. I was in a commercial when I was little at a local gym. Um, I once met a Ninja Turtle, Raphael. Okay. I'm going to say... I vaguely remember you saying you had a tattoo saying Hakuna Matata. I don't remember if it was on your tramp stamp spot. I'm going to say it's a tattoo one. No, I'm going to say it's a uh, it's a commercial. <sighs> I don't know you that well. So is a tramp stamp on, on the corner? Is that still a tramp stamp? Because I was always told it was a tramp stamp. It's not in the middle. I do have a Hakuna Matata tattoo on me. It's an infinity symbol. I... I should just say that a little bit, but I don't regret the Hakuna Matata part. <laughs> it is in my lower right back. I would still consider that tramp stamp. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It shows when I bend over. So there you go. Yes. I knew. I knew. I vaguely what, remember. What was my lie, you guessed? The commercial. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> uh, it is my lie. You got it right. <laughs> um, I thought it would be more believable because my dad worked at a gym, but I don't. I couldn't remember if I've ever told you that before. And I was like, ooh, it could be. I never even said anything about it being a gym earlier. I didn't no, you include didn't. details. I didn't want to include details because I didn't want to make it seem like I was right, trying too right. hard. Okay. What are, what's yours? Okay. So I'll remind you what mine was. I picked up a hitchhiker before. I mooned the cops thinking it was my friend. And I was high once. And when I was, re- I was rear-ended and interviewed by the police, and I told them that I was high. The third one is your lie. That is true. I know you mooned the cops. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of mooned, I mooned Amy from my front window yeah, the other she day. Did. <laughs> um, no one saw. Um, also happy April Fools. April Fools. <laughs> um, Amy, you go first. Okay, so my story is not real. I knew I knew what your story was about. Did you? I knew can, immediately can when you... you said the cake detail. I caught the name Chance, and I was like, Charlotte just watched that the other day, oh. too. That's one of my favorite movies. The, the second <laughs> one was my favorite movie, specifically growing up. So what is the movie? What is the movie, Brie? What did my Homeward story Bound. get? Homeward Bound. Yep. one. But yep. did you also have another movie in there? No. Oh, okay. Because with it sounded like without a paddle. Well, um, with the marijuana some, farm. Well, I added that for true crimey. Yeah. And so Bill Biggs or Blake Biggs was the bear, the bear that they run into in the very beginning, and the two cups. And instead of adding, and they had a name. No, oh. I gave it a. <gasps> 
I gave it a name. Oh, that is such a clever idea. I was wondering, I was like, where did she add all these twists from? I don't remember. Like, I knew where you were going with your story. Yeah. I, I like how you said they were a pack also. Yeah. Um, But I was hoping that you were also going to throw in there that when, um, uh, what was her name? The do- Daisy. The- Daisy. Sassy. Yeah. I kept on wanting to say sassy. Uh, was in captivity he fed her like milk or something yeah. like that or gave her milk yep <laughs> so um obviously so instead of bringing another predator into the story i repeated it with the bear the bear or B- blake biggs instead okay. of the mountain lion okay okay okay, okay, okay and okay. yes uh and for the arrows it was a porcupine and yeah. his getting i got that i was like three arrows in the cheek and so alice and i were like fixing the story tonight this afternoon and i was like that's like unrealistic so i said the cheek and the shoulders it's so hard to do a story it is you did a good job thank you you did a good job um obviously i didn't want to name sassy sassy because yeah that was... and then sheldon those are not people names sheldon is an, a person. shadow is shadow not, yeah though. correct yeah. yeah so i was like... that's why i was smiling from the very beginning because i was like mm-hmm. adopted three kids one of them's named chance and he ruined a wedding cake i remember that part i was just watching that the other day and i was like don't watch this this movie makes me cry oh, alice, we watched it last night alice was in tears oh it's such a beautiful movie it is it's so sad i know <laughs> this shadow i thought i i was hoping you weren't gonna include that part no i i I so glad you didn't yeah so sad um my neighborhood story was also fake oh okay i was wondering if it i I thought about doing a fake one mine was mine was true oh okay um so obviously my story was fake however there is an actual website called the scp foundation josh has been wanting to me wanting me to do a story on them since we started and they have thousands and thousands of different creatures that they suppose, and they do videos on on YouTube, like detailed videos of all of their creatures. Um, they have one called like uh, the toy truck, where it's a construction t- truck, kind of like a Tonka truck. Uh huh. And it was found on the construction site, and I thought about doing this one, but it was way too out there. And it's not normal because when you pick it up, it's the same weight as a full-size construction truck oh. and it also takes like the same amount of fuel as a regular construction so truck and you can actually it operate up. it yeah you can actually <laughs> operate it and everything that's so weird yeah it's very weird and they have they have they have one about like i am a toaster it's just ridiculous <laughs> thing it's uh crazy um so it's a fake it's a real website yes, but a fake you, foundation. It's kind of like creepy pasta. Yeah. People could submit their own like things into it. Um but I guess it's been going on for like years and years and years. How fun. Um the painting, book of endings, uh looking them up right now. I do, I want to find a really funny one. Grow your own castle kit. Hairball. Portable radio. Um but they have a lot of po- the pool noodle like a cool t-shirt they're just wild things on here but it's on scp just look up scp creatures um but it's scp wiki.wiki.com i don't know whatever scp creatures secure protect contain <laughs> yeah obviously that was fake um also another lie that was told is that ashton kutcher is not following us or um chit-chatting with however yet i'm saying yet you know why? Because I got bold the other day and I was like, 
I'm a text and people on Patreon know this already. Yeah. Because, you know, we're tight. Um, not that we aren't tight with you guys, but you know, we gotta give them we gotta give them some extra juice. They're in our neighborhood. Yeah. Um, so I texted Ashton the other day and I was like, I I've had a glass of wine or whatever. I was like, Hello, Ashton, it's Bree again. Just wanted to give this a try. Would you be able to give my podcast a follow? The handle the handle on all social medias is at WWT and Podcast. It's a comical, true crime, and paranormal podcast between my neighbor and I. We've been doing it for almost two years now, and it would be so cool if you followed us. Anyways, I hope you have a wonderful day, and no hard feelings if you don't. Thank you. I'm a terrible salesperson because, like, I don't want anybody to feel pressured. <laughs> but he actually replied, guys. He replied, like, seven hours later, and he said, I have to check it out sometime for sure. <laughs> but, like, it wasn't, like, an automated-looking text like all yeah. the rest of his messages. Yeah. So... You know, we might have a new neighbor, and it yeah, might be, be so Ashton cool. Kutcher. You know how cool it would be if he was became a Patreon? Oh, my God. Ashton, could you please be a Patreon? Okay. I'm so sorry. Let's. It's only $5 a month. Let's not forget that I also love Chris Pratt. So we also <laughs> love Chris Pratt, and we just want him to come on our show to fart. Pretty much. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. Um. Happy April Fool's, guys. Happy April Fool's. Hope you didn't get pranked or did. And if you did... Let um, us know. Tell us about it. Yeah, we want to know about it. Post it in our Facebook group and be like, yo, my mom just peed in my lemonade. It's I don't know. Not, That's gross. Uh, April Fool's or the first. Comes, It'll be so, Saturday. Yeah. So, it was yesterday. Uh, Patreon, it will come out for them. But yeah, uh, it comes out on or the day before. It was yesterday. Wow, wow, wow. I think, right? Because it's on Saturday, right? Yeah, it comes out on the second. All right, so uh, let us know what happened to you yesterday. Yes, that is all. But that is uh, that's the show. That's it. Have you checked in on the neighbors lately? What's with the neighbors? Bring Amy Amy out. What's with the neighbors? Um, say hi to your cats for us. Don't get dead. Meow. Say hi to your cats for us.